load just like this shit. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Tesla Life number 224. Here we are on the 13th of October of 2021. Welcome to the show, everyone. As normal, we've got uh, our friend Patrick Connor joins us from the West Coast, and, and he was doing that countdown at the beginning of the show. He, didn't <laughs> he <know> was. <laughs> Just playing around a little. Hello, Tesla Nation. Hey, everybody out there. We are a growing nation of tech-forward, environmentally-minded folks, and I'm happy to be here. Very good. And also with us as normal, Mr. Casey Green joins us from D.C. How are you today, sir? I'm doing quite well. Um, now I know how some of my passengers feel with uh, un unannounced uh, P100D launches. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> okay, <laughs> we're doing this again. <laughs> It's hard to give that up, let me tell you. It's, uh, I didn't know a machine would enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> You've had some roller coaster rides, huh? Yeah, free. Right. <laughs> well, no extra charge, I should say. It was far no from free. Charge, yeah. it, it was not free. Definitely. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Must be this tall to ride. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so right. first in the well, chat this week was, uh, was Hockey Day. Hockey and, Day uh, joins hockey us. Day. And, and yeah. with the temperatures he's showing us from across North America. Yeah. So, uh, very good. It's an extra warm day here in Southern Ontario. But, uh, yeah, let's get to it. Got a ton of news. And um, we're going to start off with uh, something that we discussed last week and the week before, and probably the week before. We talked a little <laughs> bit about uh, headquarters uh, of Tesla and what was happening where we, where we said there was smoke, there may be fire. Well, it turns out that uh, during uh, the uh, Q3 update, we actually had an announcement by Elon on stage indicating that, uh, yes, indeed, headquarters is now moving from Palo Alto, California, over to Austin, Texas. So uh, that uh, guess uh, from us uh, is, has come true. Uh, it looks like uh, Elon has uh, moved headquarters uh, as well as uh, has moved jobs uh, and some, and certainly uh, some, some other, uh, the boring company uh, comes to mind, another group that moved with him. Now he did indicate also that uh, this is not a exodus from California. This is uh, strictly um, being able to expand. He talked about the high price of housing in California. He talked about people having to commute further in order to live economically and still do their job. Uh, he talked about how uh, Fremont, uh, they were basically pressing up against the uh, walls of the glass, he indicated, that uh, there's really no more room to expand uh, that particular factory, so they're going to have to find other options. And of course, uh, Texas is wide open uh, with their their new uh, purchase of land, uh, the factory they built on it, and the ability to expand in Texas is there for them as well. So yeah. he, he indicated that they're not giving up on California. Uh, Fremont is going to expand its capacity, uh, they hope, by 50%. Uh, he talked a little bit about the um, the new factory they opened up for the mega packs in California. So this is this is not a an exodus. Uh, this he is almost just, forgot about the Lathrop facility. They had to remind yeah, him. Yeah, <laughs> it's like just so much. 
uh, so much going on. Absolutely. So yeah. uh, it's uh, yeah, it's it's something that that we saw coming, and of course, uh, during COVID's, uh, I guess the first or second wave, we saw tensions rise, and we saw people get upset, and uh, we saw Elon's warning that came out at that time, and it it looks like uh, he's actually done it. Now, another thing uh, that I will point out is that. Elon's universe really with SpaceX had moved to Texas quite some time ago. So as as he uh, wants to, of course, uh, spend uh, his precious uh, moments, uh, he doesn't want to be flying around on a plane if he doesn't have to. He would much rather be a short hop uh, from his two main, uh, I want to say hobbies, but uh, (laughs) two main jobs. (laughs) Uh, between the SpaceX and between Tesla and having it all uh, within, you know, 100 or 200 miles is probably the best, uh, the best thing for him, as opposed to traveling back and forth uh, from California to Texas. So I'm sure all of that rolled into a decision. Yeah, plus, anytime he doesn't spend on that jet is a little closer to the mission. Right. Uh, Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, so uh, I wish it would have been handled done. better. Um, yeah, yeah, it could have been handled way better from his yeah. side and the politician side. Right. I mean, and and then after he announced it, the same politician that said F Elon now started calling him a snowflake, saying, my little tweet made you move. Can't believe you're saying. So, uh, I think she's copying the strategy of a certain uh, loser. <laughs> yeah. It's it's just, it's it's sad that it had yeah. to this is the reason I don't like comment sections on most social media. <laughs> right. uh, one, one other cool thing that came up was that they, uh, they, they're moving into a, uh, I think it was a XHP facility in California. So they've, they purchased the, the whole campus and they're going to use that to put some people in. And, uh, and, and they're, they're, they're not giving up any space in California. They're just adding, as, as Elon said, they're, right. they're, they're like the, the big fish in the small pond. They just need more space now. And right. so you can you can be local to so many more places now. So you can be in Austin, you can be in Southern California, you can be in Berlin, and and be working on these these teams. And in fact, he he doesn't even care if you're remote if you're good at your job. Uh, it seems he would prefer not have remote though, based on his comments. Yeah, I do want to say our comment section is awesome. I mean, ours I'm is awesome. Watching the tweets, <laughs> go, yeah, yeah. We don't have people uh, like her. Uh, <laughs> Well, if we do, we can kick them out. That's right. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, oh, uh, Madam Politician, get out. <laughs> uh, other main story. Well, it's actually a few main stories this week. But uh, the next story yeah. on our list is uh, about uh, some more details about that shareholder meeting. So, of course, uh, mm-hmm. Elon uh, presented the shareholder meeting from uh, Giga Texas. And uh, he was on a uh, put-together stage within the factory. Um, we could see some machinery and, and such moving around in the background. Uh, we also saw from some tweets uh, here and there uh, from uh, May Musk uh, showing the uh, actual uh, a everything uh, a couple lines uh, <laughs> yeah. up and running and producing you know vehicles uh, or putting them together at that time. So uh, certainly that was interesting to see. Um, but uh, with uh, with that. Um, the other uh, story uh, was that, of course, Gigafest happened in Berlin as well. 
And at Gigafest, uh, Elon was there, uh, made an attempt at speaking some German, uh, which the crowd appreciated. And uh, yeah, started to, to speak the Deutschmark. And uh, he had uh, he had uh, people egging him on, and uh, he performed for them. So that was great to see uh, him out living like that. And um, it was uh, it was an opening for it. And, and he was being peppered by the crowd with just questions, uh, some in German, some in English. And uh, it was interesting to see him uh, talk about uh, some things like from all the way from, from vehicle production, uh, Cybertruck coming to Europe, uh, uh, daycare for employees. Uh, it, was, it was all over the board. Uh, and it was interesting to, to see his comments on that uh, as he went through. But uh, also uh, during, of course, GigaFest, there were a number of people allowed on site. There was over 9,000, I believe, that were given tickets. And uh, they got a tour of the factory. Uh, they were able to uh, walk. Uh, it, it looked like a, a route uh, that was obviously set up uh, pre, uh, pre the tour, uh, but fencing and stuff to keep them in certain areas. But uh, it was interesting to see the size of uh of giga berlin uh they had to walk on the outside down beside a test track all the way down and then turn into the factory and walk all the way inside the factory back uh but um, if you've watched some of the videos that are available online on youtube uh it was interesting to see just the the scope of the size of this thing just from the outside as they're walking down uh the path uh, getting ready to go into the actual building and then once in the building, uh, they, they saw stamping. Uh, they had a number of um, displays up along the way showing different pieces of technology. Uh, the battery pack was there, the 4680 uh, cell, uh, as well as the uh, 4680 pack uh, was being shown. Uh, some interesting features about how the pack uh, going to be part of the rigid Part of the vehicle they're actually mounting the seats apparently to the top of the battery and then that will be inserted into the car uh, so that the arms aren't going into the open spaces of the car anymore it's actually built onto the battery and then pushed into the the car so that, uh, that is an amazing innovation and it, it might sound pretty basic but if you think about why is it the Tesla can build their car, their vehicle in 10 hours and others take 30 hours? It's things like this, because getting those robot arms, even though they're uh, robots and they can do things relatively quickly, uh, that's not an easy maneuver going in, taking the seats, doing this weird twist move, getting it down. And then maybe the bolts sign up right, or maybe they don't. And you have to get a person in there to, to adjust that. And uh, we're here. It's, uh, it's, it's, you've got, you got all the access you need it's just right there you put it down you get it right and then you insert it it's just little innovations like that, that that's keeping them steps ahead really like if, if you think back to, to your childhood with uh you know matchbox cars it's kind of the same thing when we talk about this die cast thing yes. where the, the body would be lowered onto the chassis and the chassis would have the seats and everything all all there <laughs> in the in the top part of the body would just come down and clamp onto it and there right. you had your matchbox car. So Still it really looks inspired by those toys. Yeah, it really looks like they've <laughs> taken a lot from uh, the toy manufacturer's ability to make a die cast of uh, of uh, most of the car. Um, 
And that's another thing he touched upon was uh, somebody asked, will you die cast everything at some point? And he thought that, no, that's, that's not the way to go. Uh, they need to have the ability to do things in another way uh, for certain operations, for certain ease of use uh, for the manufacturer of the car to be uh, more uh, effective time-wise. Uh, they don't believe that a complete die cast uh, will, will be ever in the cards or it's certainly not in the cards at this point. But uh, it was interesting to, to hear him talk about uh, some of those things. Another couple things that uh, were touched upon in that uh, tour, um, and and I didn't realize this at the beginning, but uh, there was a, a hood of a Model 3 or a Model Y with uh, lights yeah. uh, that were projecting the word Tesla onto a wall. And and uh, I didn't realize that, that the headlights were actually the things that were projecting uh, the word onto the wall. And they were moving, too. So... The, the, the name was moving, roaming around on the wall. So uh, those are uh, actually a thing. Um, now, how much of a thing is it? I'm not sure. Is this just a display? Uh, did you did either of you two understand that that was something that was an innovation or is that something that My I didn't quite is, get that? Is these are the latest version of the headlights they're installing in all the cars, but are only legal to use in Europe. So in the US mm. and Canada, Mexico, any other places with our backwards bureaus, they are just kind of stuck to low and high. But in, in Europe, whenever the software comes, they'll be able to actually do like the competitors where you can just leave them on high beams and they'll block out segments so that they don't blind oncoming people. Okay. Right. Yeah. If you see the other car and you have that level of control, you can make sure not to put it in their face. That's right. pretty smart. Exactly. So then we and can see them and we don't blind them. That's Exactly. That, yeah, that's as it should be. And then the uh, legality of that may be coming soon, in a couple of months. Uh, they're supposed to do another review, and Tesla, Audi, and several others have been on their case over this. So hopefully we get that and camera mirrors by the time uh, they do the next review. Right. Yes. Okay. Very uh, cool. Another interesting point uh, with Giga Berlin I thought was the uh, the building of infrastructure at Giga Berlin. They're actually going to be building or, or upgrading a train station that's going to be connected to the uh, uh, to the workplace, uh, which will allow people that uh, live in downtown uh, Berlin to take a quick twenty minute train ride uh, to their job. Uh, and uh, having a station uh, closer to the Giga factory will allow them to disembark and get to their jobs uh, in a quicker fashion. Now. Uh, Elon had indicated certainly and anyone can show up however they want, but we're just providing another solution, another option uh, for people to uh, use if uh, it fits into their lifestyle. So uh, mm -hmm. building a, and, you know, that, uh, that sounds really good uh, to uh, be able to push the infrastructure out and uh, take advantage of a rail line that runs by the factory currently. So makes complete sense. And then uh, another uh, thing, which uh, I'm sure Casey's on already, uh, trying to source uh, the new uh, Berlin beer uh, that yes. was uh, <laughs> that was shown in some crazy-looking Cybertruck type canister. Uh, I uh, I thought that was kind of bizarre looking. Um, mm. I you know it was it was kind of mentioned as a side thing. It wasn't even really mentioned all that much. Uh, but uh, that's kind of interesting that uh, 
that uh, they decided that they were going to get a Tesla beer uh, put together. Now, whether or not this is going to be, you know, uh, sold regularly or if it's a limited edition, kind of like the Tesla Tila, uh, but uh, not really sure about that. Not sure about those details, but uh, Elon had said they're going to put together a beer. Yeah, as soon as I saw that, I was I was on the <laughs> shop.tesla.com lifestyle section looking to see if it was there. <laughs> it's not oh, there a, yet. I need to put it, put it right there next to the uh, Tesla Kila right there. Nice. Akira <laughs> says it was diecast. That's cool. Yeah, well, it's a, it's a bizarre-looking canister. Um, Cyber-inspired. Right. Yeah, like it's uh, – it's it, it almost looks like a, a thinned-out pyramid. Like uh, – Yeah. Yeah. I've got a photo of it here that I can oh, share. Let me try to show it. Um, go share this. The obelisk. <laughs> yeah, like an obelisk, a beer, a bibelisk. <laughs> so there, there's the Giga Beer. Now, beer. these uh, these show it kind of transparent. I've seen other pictures where it shows it kind of being a, a silvery color on the outside. So not really sure. Uh, Maybe it's not done yet. Yeah. <laughs> what the end product is going to look like. Yeah. Pretty cool, though. But uh, again, uh, whether it's surfboards or uh, or tequila flamethrowers. or flamethrowers, it's <laughs> it all sells out. That's for sure. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's amazing. Well, uh, some other news. Not getting a surfboard, they would look good. Right, like right, yeah, here, same. Here, right here, <laughs> behind me. Another uh, another bit of news uh, coming from uh, Giga Shanghai uh, that uh, Tesla, of course, had taken out some loans uh, oh. for the building of that plant, and uh, apparently, uh, someone noticed that on the um, quarterly uh, financial sheets that Tesla had finished paying off a one point four billion dollar loan in 16 months so that plant uh that they have paid for the loan that helped build it uh with the money that was coming in from the producing of cars even when that plant was under construction so uh they were using uh money to pay that off as quickly as possible and uh the the loan has been paid off in advance uh so that was kind of interesting uh that they uh were able to do it that quickly that's the same thing they did with their um, loan from the U.S. government when they, or when all the car companies, 2008 or whenever it was, uh, ended up getting money from the U.S. government. Uh, Tesla paid theirs off. Yeah, they all got in one way or another. Um, they got the FMVSS, I believe. Uh, that was Tesla, Nissan, and Ford. Uh, Tesla paid theirs off early with with penalties or interest. Uh, Nissan paid theirs off on time, and Ford defaulted. Oh, I didn't realize. I thought they were still just making payments. I didn't know they defaulted. They stopped making payments, and they still owe it. <laughs> yeah, wow. Yeah, and I can understand <laughs> why this year they might want not want to make payments when their sales are down, whatever, yes. 25 30%. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So. And then uh, GM and one other went, uh, GM went bankrupt, and Chrysler got bought out. So everybody got money that year. Derek says uh, it's going to be a German beer because Germans love beer. Yeah, uh, maybe a, a Hofbrau, a Witt. We'll see. We'll see what kind of beer it is. It's, it's definitely going to be a German, German beer. 
But will, it be, will it be sold outside of Germany? That's the question. That's a good question. <laughs> yeah. If it I is, Patrick and I will be fighting on the uh, when the servers <laughs> melt down for it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, I guess uh, Casey got a bit of a uh, a Canadian Thanksgiving gift. Um, I did. It oh, was uh, it happened on Monday of uh, earlier in the week, and uh, Casey got himself FSD Beta. 10.2 definitely so mr mr perfect score uh <laughs> was uh on the list of that thousand people that uh got an update and uh i saw casey's uh, tweets uh, during uh coming up to that the 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 friday the saturday the sunday the anticipation was growing every day <laughs> and then monday uh, he announced uh, to the world that it was downloading so yes. uh, <laughs> nice. uh casey just wanted to Get your opinion. Uh, give us a little run through of uh, what you had seen uh, with it and, and yeah. what your experience has been so far. Yeah, my plan was to sleep it out and just wake up and hit download and install, but um, we ended up on a little trip at midnight. So I was like, oh, it's only three hours. Let me wait up. I'm never waiting up for another Tesla update unless I know what time <laughs> it's happening, Eastern time. Because uh, it wasn't 3 a.m., it was uh, 5.05 a.m. <laughs> That's painful. Right, I'd, I'd finally, I'd finally given up and decided to go to bed. And then I get an email from the car that's downloading software. Then I get an email from Tesla saying that they push software. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, let me wait, wait for it to download, and then, and then push it, and then go to sleep. And uh, so that's what I did. Uh, then I woke up, and uh, we, we took a couple trips with it. And uh, I'm glad I didn't video the very first trip because, as I said, the car will do P100D launches, and um, I was not ready because. I do P100D launches, not software. <laughs> and uh, I'm, su I'm surprised by that because yeah. um, one of the that that with older versions of not FSD beta, but but just their you know normal autopilot software. Yeah. If the car in front of you would move uh, and then uh, they were going slow, well below what you have it set, it it, it would jerk forward. But more recently, if that's been smooth, um, but yeah. I guess. But if it was too slow to start so before, and if it started that way, jumping onto the street, you get rear-ended. So it was a good balance. <laughs> mm. Maybe so it kind of mm -hmm. cut you off guard, though, right? Like it, it did, it, it did. Was, and I, I, was, I said uh... some words I don't say on the channel. <laughs> <laughs> so can you put it in chill mode? And uh, it ignores out? all that. Uh, but I didn't, oh. I didn't really want chill mode. I just wanted... I, that was my first experience with that. There was no warning. It was like, whoa, <laughs> we're going. <laughs> yeah, going rather quickly. Yes. Um, it's, it, uh, I, I like it better than, than, uh, than some of the software we've had in the past. There's um, a long section at the end of Maryland headed towards Ocean City and Delaware where um, there are constantly these flashing yellow lights letting you know that the farmers might pull out of the road at any point in time. And on... The previous software, my car would either slow down viciously every time the light turned on, or it would try to stop as if the light was turning red, which you don't want to do at 60 miles an hour. No. So on these ones, it either went straight through, or every time the light went on, it would do this, like the VW commercial, da, da, da. And mm. <laughs> um, around town, it does it does great. I don't have to pull the stock, but it turns green. It just goes. Depending on the speed limit of the road, it will... Um, do it like a normal person does, like about what the other lead foots do. Uh, or if it's a high-speed road, it will launch. And 
I kind of wish they were all launches. <laughs> Uh, it, it, uh, it does, it's not perfect. It, it um, sometimes ends up in the wrong lane. It, uh, it breaks the law a lot. It, uh, it tries to change lanes in the middle of an intersection. Uh, it'll change lanes in the uh, solid lane gutter, up, headed up to a stop, stop sign, stop light, you know, where you should have already picked your, 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 your channel. And uh, it's like, ah, I'm at the end. I'm going to cross over three lanes right now. We got this. Oh. Oh. <laughs> uh, it, 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 uh, for me, all the traffic circles that I tried, uh, they were not um, smooth. Uh, if, if it did drive it smoothly, it was super cautious about getting in and out of it. And if it didn't do it smoothly, uh, it was stuttering and jumping all through, but it was it decided what to do quickly. Uh, it doesn't like some, some turns, it'll do right turn on red, sometimes it won't. Uh, the left turns that, that blink, it doesn't like those. Mm. But. Uh, that you can see the potential there, and I'm, I'm super excited to be testing this out. I've already submitted, um, I think, five different um, submissions to the beta team, and then my car has already uploaded about eight Blu-rays worth of data, like, over the... Uh... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't know it could Why go that fast. Why is my router getting hot? <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> the fastest I've ever seen it go was six megs on the router, and then, um, you know, I'd park it and unload the car, I'd come upstairs, and it's still pushing 50 up. And I'm like, well, that's not a lot for what the connection can handle, but it's half of what the car is got a connection for from my router to the driveway. And I just didn't know it could connect that quickly. That was, that was really cool to see. And it, it would hold that for like an hour. I'm like, what are you, oh, you're still going? No, okay. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I was wondering if they were going to keep the um, beta report features. I'm glad they did. There. Yeah. Yeah, because there are a couple places that I found it very useful. And, and then I followed it up with the email so they know why I was clicking on it. Uh, but I'm sure just having the the snapshot is is better than than, uh, than nothing. But uh, as they've said in the past, if you uh, if you take an, an interaction, uh, all input is error, as Elon says. So they they'll they'll be able to collect the errors if they're minor. But if they're egregious, I like to tap the snapshot, note the time, and then I email the beta team, hey, this is what's going on. Mm -hmm. That way, it's not unambiguous. Wow. Yeah. So uh, with the, uh, I watched uh, your video uh, that you had uh, put out the first one during daylight hours. Yeah. And uh, it was, it was concerning when you uh, talked a little bit about it uh, coming up to a light. Uh, you had indicated that you were supposed to be turning right. Yes. You were over on the left-hand side. And like yes. you said, it did cut across two lanes to get yes. over to the right. Yes. Uh, a lot later than you would have expected uh, it to do do so. I'm glad there were uh, no police there. <laughs> I, be I believe you were even saying, um, yeah. I don't know where we're going. <laughs> right. <laughs> because, because you knew the route in your head, and you knew right. that the right-hand turn was happening. But right, and you see on the GPS, it says turn right now, and it's in the left lane with the left signal, and you're like, well, where are you going? <laughs> it had the left turn signal on? Yes. <laughs> oh, man. Oops. <laughs> right. <laughs> So uh, yeah, that's. Uh, I heard somebody else um, uh, basically indicate that uh, after their experience with it, uh, they had likened it to a uh, you know a, a teenager. Uh, very confident, very vehicle, dumb teenager. You know that uh, <laughs> for the first few times, and uh, it was uh, the the turning into the wrong lane. Uh, it, was mine did that once. That was scary as heck. Yeah. <laughs> 
it was clear where it was supposed to go, and then it took a sharper turn than it should have. And you're like, that's oncoming traffic, though. You... But what I did <laughs> notice in your video as well, Casey, which I would Im implore others to do the same technique that you were doing, was that uh, your hands were always on the wheel. Yes. Like you were just letting it slip through your hands as the, the car was doing the turning. Yeah. And But you had the ability to grasp the wheel at any moment if exactly. uh, you felt things had gone too far wrong. Yes. But, uh, you know, I, I see others that they, they kind of rest their hands on their lap and they oh, still no. have to reach mm -hmm. up and grab it. But uh, I think you're... I think your uh, uh, technique is probably best. Uh, yeah. So that my goal is still to be one of the uh, exactly. My goal is still to be one of the unmarked Teslas, as far as I don't want any scuffs on my wheels. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so if I had a yoke, I would probably keep my hand not to see inside the spoke, but I would keep it so that I could grab on one of the three sides. Uh, but since mine is round, uh, depending on how confident I am in what it can do, if uh, if I'm not sure, I've got both hands. Uh, if I am sure, I've got the the one hand. And if it's a turn, I, I still do both hands anyway with a turn because who knows where it's going to turn and how fast it's going to turn. Yeah. Yeah. The, so uh, when, when, when it turned, it was a left-hand turn going into the wrong lane. Yeah. Um, uh, that must have been a little bit panicky. Like uh, when you, yeah. you see you're heading in the wrong direction. Uh, that that's oncoming get, traffic. <laughs> yeah, like that's a bit of a wake-up call. Um, yes. <laughs> and and you, you had to disengage uh mm -hmm. a couple times there uh yeah. did you ever have it go into the wrong lane and it quickly reassessed and got into the right lane i haven't given it the opportunity yet because yeah, like, I, I, I can understand you not wanting to take a chance any further yeah. you know uh, there, there always comes a point where you say okay it's gone too far i, I right, don't care yeah. what you know yeah. i'd rather yeah. just be safe and get over exactly mm -hmm. all the times that it's presented me with the opportunity it's been to the point where there's a uh fixed median in between us on the wrong lane so i would have to drive in the grass or drive the wrong way for a while to get back to my side so yeah i haven't had a chance to try it out but if it does ever do it on one where it's just paint uh, and it's safe to do so I'll, I'll see what it does but so far each time it's done it, it's been either with a raised piece of concrete or a ditch full of grass or who knows what else yeah it'd be <laughs> um, interesting to see that if, if you went out uh, you know in the middle of the night when no one's on the road if it yeah. would actually continue down the wrong side or if it would actually stop and, and say, okay, that's it. I, I can't go any further. <laughs> right. That'll be fun to try out for sure. The uh, Well, maybe unless you get a ticket, because remember, you are yeah, still that's responsible, yeah. still responsible yeah. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not drunk officer. It's my car. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, I, I did find that they added in code now that you can wash the windshield. So you don't have to worry about somebody coming up to you and spraying with a bottle. It's got you. Uh, the other day it was drizzling, just lightly raining, and, and it, it, it threatened me a couple times. It's like, yeah, washing windshield. I'm like, okay, it, the wipers weren't moving. I was like, okay, well, it wants to. Maybe it's a Model X thing. And then on the very next drive we got in and it was still, you know, spitting or misting or however you want to call it. It was very light. And uh, it, same morning came up. Uh, washing windshield for visibility, windshield's dirty or something to that effect. And then they went and they were just, uh, because on the Model X it goes through the rubber, so it's just silent. It's like there's just water and and the wipers and they're going. You don't hear the pump. Uh, it's not like my Model S where it came from the base of the hood or the Model 3 and Model Y where it's at the, um, on the arm where you can see what's going on. It's just like, yeah, yeah it's now wetter than it should be and, and they're wiping. And, and when it did that, the wipers didn't go crazy like it was a hurricane because it had full control. <laughs> nice. Yeah. 
Ah, very cool. So, uh, there was, um, I'm sorry, go ahead. There, there were a few sections where uh, Navigate on Autopilot failed to take over, so it just stayed in City Streets Beta, and I am so looking forward to Single Stack, because the way that City Streets Beta handles the highways is so much nicer than on um, Navigate on Autopilot. It, it doesn't... It doesn't, it'll beep at you that's going to turn, but you don't have to like sit there and change the pressure on the wheel to, to make it do the lane change. It's faster to react. It still does all the passing of slow traffic. I know there's a reason they're not on single st stack yet, but I can see that it's almost ready for single stack, and it's super exciting. I'm surprised that their behavior is so different. Yes. Yeah. Uh, instead well, of the, hearing that... that descending and descending tone where it hands off um, to you on regular autopilot, auto steer, it'll hand off to uh, to city streets, and so... You, I've got uh, I've got two screens. So in front of me, it's got the uh, I've got the the trip or the map, and I've got the power. And then when City Street takes over, they whoosh, like a like a like a curtain is opening up for a, for an act, and, and they just go away, and all you see is City Streets. And then when it's done, it's either uh, manual control or or uh, navigate on autopilot. They, they they come back like curtains have closed, the show's over. <laughs> huh? Yeah, and no tones. <laughs> yeah. So uh, so they have them as separate now because of course that's the way they've been building yeah. um the advanced features and they were saying we're not going to concentrate on the highway because that's covered that's already with yeah. what we had but uh yeah eventually they're going to combine them so they'll probably behave uh, very similar uh, once that happens yeah but mm -hmm. uh just to remind the audience there were probably about another thousand people that yes. received it uh casey being part of that group um and uh Elon talked a little bit about how they were going to release that and then wait a few days, see what yes. happens, and then uh, decide where to go. Um, if that might be another week uh, that they release some, it's certainly not going to be every day for a little while because they're trying to figure out if uh, the group that gets it uh, is having any issues with it uh, or if it causes any concern to the Tesla team that's monitoring what's going on. Yeah. So stop uh, sending bug reports, Casey. If I don't get it next <laughs> week, it's all your fault. But but if I do it, you're gonna get a better one. <laughs> so so one thing that concerned me, Elon was tweeting about um exactly Derek. Eric uh, uh Elon was tweeting, he said he's he was looking at next week, meaning this week, that 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 they would expand it, but then he at the same time couched it and said, I would like to actually get them 10.3 first. So I'm thinking uh two weeks. Two weeks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm never going to get this, am I? <laughs> but but, but uh, was it you, Patrick, that brought it up? Uh, now that all these people are driving and getting 100s, are they just going to keep releasing it to people who got 100? Because right. there's a lot yeah, more 100s had, now than there right. were before. If you, yeah, if you had 99 and didn't get it, you're like, ah, oh, I was so close. How many people are going to raise their score up to 100? Yeah. And then so next time they do a rollout, it's going to be to the 100s again, the new 100s. <laughs> and then here I am with my 94, and I'm never, they're never going to get to me. <laughs> Eventually. Um, NISA thinks there should be a recall because Tesla can detect emergency vehicles. I've been arguing with a guy all night about this. Uh, in the manual, it says it doesn't react to stopped cars it's on the side of the road. Yeah. And, and, and that's and, true for a lot of systems that are out there. All of them. Yes. <laughs> so, yes. Uh, I'm like, it's not a recall because you didn't fix a problem. You added a safety feature that now it can do this thing it didn't do before. And, and he disagrees with me. Um, Let's see. Mihu, uh, Mihu has a question for you, Casey. Is your safety score remaining the same while being on FSD and on the program? So that's a very good question. My safety score is um, it's taking a little bit of a drop. It's been removed from the app, 
So let me see oh, really? what I'm looking at right now. Um, I've got an app called Tessascope uh, that can see the uh, API, and I'm still sitting at a. Uh oh, is it going or not going? Oh, you're right. I don't have the safety score in my app anymore. Huh. So it's not just me then. Uh, so I was trying to share it, but the uh, screen started to blank out. So uh, what it says is I've got a 99 and down to 99.27 because I had to correct uh, autopilot twice where it was way off. It was going like 60 and a 40 and had to make a turn. So I hit the brake, hard braking, aggressive turning. <laughs> Saving your life. <laughs> right. Little <laughs> important things, that's all. <laughs> you know, no big deal. <laughs> yeah, somebody made the comment that the safety score, certainly how you drive has a lot to do with it, but it, it's also a measure of the environment in which you drive and yeah. how safe that is. So, And, and um, that matters too, because um, at this point, they don't want it to get into a crash, so you want it in safe areas. Exactly. Yeah. So, uh, so Casey, it's been an interesting experience so far. Um, are you finding that, um, like, is it is it surprising you? Yes, yes. Uh, there's some places that it handles perfectly, and it's like, that's so phenomenal. We're in the future. And there are other places, like, where it tries to kill me, and it's like, oh, uh, I'm driving Terminator. <laughs> okay. And uh, just to let you know, your, your screen is frozen for me. I'm not uh, me sure. too. Okay. <laughs> yep. Uh, uh, so, <laughs> since you, I believe, tried to share that application, that's when things went awry. Exactly. So, what I think yeah. I might do is open up a new window and uh, and try and load that in. Um, let's see how I want to handle this. Okay. So I'll let you work on that, and we'll uh, jump to the next story. Okay. Uh, which was um, uh, Patrick is going to talk to us a little bit about Cybertruck. That's and, and right. What's happening with timing? Well, if you are waiting for a Cybertruck, you get to wait a little bit longer. <laughs> <laughs> and Elon Musk explains why. Uh, let's see. To the chagrin of more than 1 million Cybertruck reservation holders, CEO Elon Musk revealed in an internal Tesla meeting last month that production of the electric truck won't begin until late 2022. And then in the annual, annual shareholder meeting, uh, this was one of the topics that they discussed. And the um, main reason is the supply chain issues. So Tesla, like every other vehicle manufacturer, has had supply chain problems. I think they've done a much better job of working around them. Um, but that also means that uh, if you're constrained, having to expedite parts, um, do workarounds, write new code to get other things to work. You can't do a new vehicle bring up. That's just irresponsible and practically impossible. So what um, that means is that uh, no Cybertruck this year and um, not in the first half of next year. And, yeah. it, and it makes sense. Um, one of the, his comments was even if we had five vehicles with rollout plans for this year, uh, we wouldn't be able to supply the get the parts to source the parts we need to make that happen. So, right. sorry, sorry. <laughs> and I think I think a big issue that you know was kind of rolled in with the parts uh, constraint 
is the 4680. I think that is is one of the biggest issues that forced it down the road another year. Um, we knew there was never going to be much uh, production, even if it did come out late this year. Uh, mm -hmm. We knew that they would have to ramp up and there would be a, a slope for that to happen in. But uh, the Cybertruck, unlike the Model Y, needs the 4680s uh, to be price competitive, uh, to be, uh, you know, uh, to have some profit built in. Uh, a lot is riding on those 4680s for that uh, vehicle. Unlike yes. the Y that can still take uh, 2170s from another factory and incorporate them and still roll them out, which we are seeing happening today. Yeah. But uh, that 4680 is something that is that is required uh, for the Cybertruck actually to make it to production. And yeah. I don't, they're, they're not quite there. Although we have seen some information about stories about the Cato Road hiring more people uh, for mm -hmm. the production line. They're getting a little bit closer. And of course, Elon is looking at, uh, you know, his past mistakes about ramping up before they were quite ready. And uh, he's, he's taken a page out of that book and said, you know what, we have to be perfect before we duplicate what we have at Cato Road into Texas or into Berlin. We have to know that everything works and can be ramped up to the speed we need it to be before we move it and make another one at another plant that we may have to go back and rework if it doesn't work out to our expectations. So uh, having that uh, nailed down first uh, is, is a big uh, a big issue and uh, has to be done in order for the 46 or 4680s to be successful. And that was exactly his advice to RJ's Corinne from yes. Rivian. <laughs> is uh, get it working in one place first before you try doing it in Never. several places at once. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because that has bit him uh, with the Model Three uh, mm -hmm. previously, and uh, it's something that, uh, that that is great to live by because you're you're correcting less mistakes. Uh, you're you're just duplicating things that work is a lot easier and faster and more efficient than having to go back and, and repatch things uh, because uh, many things are broken in, in many different areas. So yeah. Plus, I they don't have to re-engineer everything to put 20, 2170s in the Model Y because it's already got them. So, so right. 4680s, since that's going to be your best-selling car ever, okay, let's get it there when we're ready, but they also don't necessarily want to use the high nickel in the Model Y, so you can use the higher iron in those. Right. But the Cybertruck, you don't really want to engineer two different batteries for a truck when it's built for one. So it's going to need yeah. the, the battery it was designed for it to be ready in volume. And it's going to need right. high nickel. So you need more batteries yep. than what they have today to do that. Towing and hauling will be a regular part of its life, where yeah. most Model Ys are not doing a lot of that. Not too much. Every now and then. <laughs> right. Yeah. If you even got the options. A lot of people didn't even get the, uh, the tow option. Mm. Yeah. Good point. Right. Um, so uh, next, we're going to touch on something that I was uh, perusing our favorite uh, Tesla supercharging uh, mapping uh, program, which, of course, is uh, supercharge.info. Uh, and uh, what I noticed was that a couple of new locations uh, opened up. And I'm just going to share a picture that we have here. Your computer doesn't get mad when you share. No. <laughs> Welcome back, Casey. Welcome. <laughs> so uh, what we've got here is a, a screen capture of uh, 
this is a, a permitted uh, supercharger. And on our second, uh, we have a construction underway. Uh, the construction is underway at uh, Button Willow Raceway Park, just outside of it. And the previous screen, the one with the uh, uh, permit, uh, this, of course, is uh, Laguna Seca. Uh, mm -hmm. Both these uh, racetracks are in California. And you can see that in the Laguna Seca that this uh, proposed uh, site is actually inside the raceway. Mm -hmm. So uh, this is, it's looking uh, like uh, Tesla is, uh, as we note, uh, going to the races. So we've got uh, this, this new push where uh, since Teslas are racing, we've, we've seen this now for a while, uh, that owners are, of course, asking, can we charge quickly at the track so we can do our laps and then hop back out uh, for a quick supercharge and get back on the track to run some more uh, uh, laps after that. So uh, yeah. this may be a trend uh, that we're starting to see with these two racetracks uh, with superchargers in really close proximity to the track itself. So uh, that's kind of cool. I think this could be a, a continuation of what we saw at several other places where Tesla would take uh, retired superchargers and, and put them places. So like uh, the Goodyear Proving Grounds has a uh, private supercharger. It's, they don't own it. Tesla does, but it's not on the map, but it works. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> yes. Well, that would that be a great way to, uh, you know, use uh, infrastructure that they have or it's just sitting around uh, that's been replaced by maybe a level two or a level three. Uh, yeah. Being able to take those and uh, try them at uh, different places uh, that uh, you know aren't aren't required for top speed because uh, you know there's not the volume of public uh, rolling right. through there, uh, but uh, would uh, certainly help out the racetrack crowd that is using exactly. their uh, Model Threes uh, or other vehicles uh, to uh, run the tracks. Right. Yeah, so these are probably not the... going to show up in the nav system. Right, that's one thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like we've seen at the at the Nuber Ring, uh, they've got a palletized supercharger just there for whoever's racing, not just Tesla, but like other people have used it apparently. Yeah, that's cool. pretty cool. So that's uh, kind of neat uh, that they're starting to roll those things into place. And again, we we've seen this with the uh, the number of Tesla chargers that are out there. Uh, the uh, the doubling, the tripling of routes that are busy, uh, mm -hmm. new superchargers going up. It, it's just a, an addition, uh, being able to saturate other parts of the, uh, I guess, uh, people's lives, what yeah. they're actually using their cars for. And Tesla identifying that uh, racetracks is something that uh, we're going to support uh, going forward. So uh, I, 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 will, I would believe that we'll be seeing more of this as time goes along with uh, you know, other industries, with other pursuits, whether that be campgrounds or other things uh, that uh, make sense for a supercharger to be at. There's a, there's a business opportunity here as well. On the racetracks, uh, there's usually a, a little bit of premium for, for having you know race gas right on site. Well, when Tesla opens the supercharger network to other vehicles, they could charge a premium on the, on the electricity at the, at the racetrack because, oh, you've only got 200 mile range. What are you going to do anyway? Come on over. Premium right. electrons. <laughs> Race electrons. <laughs> Faster than the speed of light. <laughs> right. And so they could they could probably share a cut with the facility or they could get their own uh, meter installed so they don't have to share anything. And then there's a business opportunity there because uh, with everybody electrifying all the things, 
in the future we could see uh, electrified uh, races as well. Exactly. Just standard cars, yeah. And with that, uh, Casey's got a story about uh, South Korea. What's happening there? Speaking of standard cars, um, Mark's got a picture of this because I don't want to freeze my system up again. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so Let's South Korea, Japan, shit. and North America use the same plugs as far as uh, EVs are concerned. They've got J1772 and the TLSA2 uh, connector. Uh, TSLA1 is the, ro- the old Roadster lock thing. Uh, so on Model Y and Model 3 in South Korea, the adapter has finally arrived. We spoke months ago about how it was delayed and at one point tesla did a uh, a uh, combo deal where if you if you wanted this they'd actually sell you a chatamo connector instead and now it's it's, it's going to be you know we've got notice that it's shipping to people who bought a premium ticket so i'm guessing those are the bundle people and then the week after that they're going to start shipping to people who just ordered the new adapter and with them having the same plug as us uh, mark and i were talking about some people who probably are going to try and get one mailed to them and what Patrick and I were talking about with that was, I think it's going to behave like when the Model 3 first came out. I took my Chatamo adapter, plugged it into Model 3, and nothing happened. And then at the first update for the Model 3, I took my Chatamo adapter, plugged it in, and it told me to go pound sand. <laughs> <laughs> More polite than that, but it basically said it's not going to work. And then months later, almost a whole year, basically when the Model 3 hit Japan, is when they finally certified the, the Chatamo adapter to work on our port on any Model 3, and so they just did it worldwide at that point when Japan came online. So I'm hoping that the not working with Model S and X will be resolved by the time it comes here and that it won't be a separate product, but in the verbiage it appears that it could be a whole separate adapter for S and X, which would be Mm. a nightmare, because this is an adapter, come on. Right. And I think uh, the South Korea version is about 250 US dollars, is what it's Yeah, saying. it's really cheap compared to the 450 for the Chatamo or 500. It's, it's, yeah, it's very it's a little a, bit. And it's a lot lighter, too. Yes. <laughs> like weight wise. Yes. Uh, the Chatamo adapter you have, Casey, is quite a it's monster. A monster. Yeah. <laughs> I should have brought it in for the car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, so I bought the Chatamo adapter also just because I had had a leaf and so I knew where all the Chatamo stations were. And I was like, oh, I'm so going to need this because uh, I can't believe Tesla doesn't work with those. And I have never used it. Tesla's network is so good. And with the longer range vehicle, uh, so I'm not going to jump out and buy this one. Whereas uh, when I first got my Tesla, I would have like, oh, yeah, I got to have all the things uh, (laughs) because who knows where I'll need to stop and charge. I want to have all the options available to me. The Tesla network is so good. It's just uh, unless you have a very particular reason that you need this, like that, that they only have CCS at your work or who knows, right. whatever else you might have a reason to buy it. But, um, I, I'm nowhere near as desperate for it as I was when I first got my first Tesla. Right. The reason I want it for other than completing the set is that all the places that I would be off the supercharger network are, are going CCS only like electrify America, etc. So mm-hmm. I would, I would need CCS to be able to partake, but, uh, just like Patrick, I haven't used mine a lot. Um, I used it all over Charleston before Charleston got their own supercharger, uh, Charleston, South Carolina. So I used mine probably like 50 to 100 times, but I only used it once on the road. It was a electric co-op in the middle of uh, North Carolina, and we were in the mountains. And I didn't absolutely need it, but I also didn't want, you know, the family behind me, nah, 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 uh, see, this is why you can't have an electric car. Because uh, <laughs> uh, we would have had to go into turtle mode to, to make it where we are going. But uh, there was a... Yeah charger in the middle of nowhere and plugged in it was 50 kilowatts and 
They're like, see, this is why you need superchargers everywhere. These things are slow. I'm like, yes. <laughs> so at least they weren't complaining about the electric car. They were complaining at the electric right. co-op for choosing the cheap unit. As far as they knew, it was the cheap <laughs> unit. It was really the max that my adapter could take anyway. So. <laughs> yeah, and for those who don't know, uh, Patrick, of course, has been a, uh, an EV warrior for quite some time. I bet you, I'm willing to bet if we search through Patrick's garage, there would be a box full of adapters and different plugs and things that uh, he's collected over the time that he's been owned an EV. That is true. I had a backpack full of adapters that I would throw in, in the vehicle. And um, there's a guy, um, Daryl, he goes by the uh, name EVNet. And uh, he had made a, a pack of here's what you need. So um, I had all kinds of dryer outlets. There's dryer outlets before 1994, 94 yes. to 99, and then after 99. And uh, I had a marine plug for uh, marinas and uh, <laughs> all the uh, various RV types. I had those. Yeah, I, I uh, had a whole set. I even had this thing called a Quick 220, where you could oh, find yeah. two regular outlets, the one on the A phase, one on B phase, and you put them together, and it makes a 240-volt uh, outlet for you. And um, you can do this just with regular wires, but if you don't know what you're doing, you could also blow the breaker. So this had all the intelligence built in, and when you got, got them on the right legs, so a light would come on, and then it would energize that port. So, uh, so yeah, I was a gorilla charger. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's very cool. So yep. Hockey Day brings up a good point. He's, uh, he's asking when, when 4680 come out, will the superchargers be first and four? I, mm -hmm. I, I say probably not because um, Elon's already talked about the same way that version two got several updates, first uh, to 120, 135 to 150 kilowatts. He's already talked about upgrading the V3s to higher output. So I think that they're just going to go that way. Uh, Mega Charger might be V4 or it might be version 3.3 .3 or something, because uh, I've seen spy shots of the V of the Mega Charger cabinets and they look exactly like uh, like V3 cabinets uh, as far as their shape and profile. They, they were under covers, so I couldn't see if they were designed the same way. Right, but, but it makes sense that yeah. it would be version three gang together in a way to supply. Well, it, well, rather rather than getting together, they just don't put four spots on it because a, a V3 charger is a megawatt, and they cut it up into two two uh, four two fifties, and right. and rather than like version one and two where they would kind of whichever car came in first got the majority of the share and the next car got scraps, uh, they just locked it in like the urban superchargers. The urban superchargers are seventy two for both stalls, and and yeah. V3 is two hundred and fifty no matter what. So if you're by yourself, you don't get a megawatt. You still get two hundred and fifty. <laughs> Which is good because yeah, burn up a Model Three, <laughs> right? Yes. <laughs> I, I, uh, Patrick and I have speculated in, in the past, though, that uh, that Cybertruck may get uh, a pair of them to itself. So, a further way to to handle this is since the Cybertruck has got a completely different battery, almost the same as what was going into the the semis. Um, you could give them two lanes if the car, if they're empty, and then all of a sudden they can get 500 kilowatt charging, which would be really awesome. Yeah, that'd be yeah. We don't know if they'll do it, but it's an interesting idea. Yeah, and, and then we noted at the time that the spaces for the Cybertruck onlys are huge. So <laughs> not just to fit the not just to fit the spot, but they, they may um, I've seen this uh, in Ocean City for instance, they actually have a six stall V V three supercharger instead of um, instead of uh, an eight stall or a four stall. So one of them is not doing anything as far as work is concerned. Uh, and, and either either the, the guts aren't filled in or they can expand two of the spaces out for Cybertruck. And then give them uh, 500 each instead of 250 each. 
Yep, it's going to be interesting once those uh, tri-motor uh, Cybertrucks are on the road with 500 miles range. Those are yes. going to be monstrous batteries in those vehicles, uh, uh, kilowatt size. So uh, yes. that's going to be interesting to see how they handle that. But uh, uh, Patrick's got a couple stories about the Giga Texas. What's happening there, Patrick? Besides, you think you're winning this bet. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Yes, so uh, the, the, the bet was not to who gets to uh, the fest first. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So, uh, yes, um, I, I knew taking the bet, I, you had six months lead on me. And uh, if uh, if That's I lose I by a month, I, I still, I'll still <laughs> call that a win. Um, <laughs> so uh, uh, now that, as, as you heard at the beginning of the show, at the top of the show, that uh, Berlin has had their GigaFest, well, what about one for Austin? So somebody saw your merit, asked Elon this on Twitter, and said, uh, how about Giga Texas having a similar one with uh, tours and raves and even some Texas barbecue and Austin food trucks? To which Elon responded, hell yeah. You know Elon <laughs> likes a party. Why not? <laughs> That's right. Yeah. So um, I don't know when this is going to be. We don't have any details yet, but they plan to be open by the end of the year. So... I'm thinking it's got to happen this year. Unlike Cybertruck, this has to happen this year. <laughs> what if yeah. they open the factory first and they do this as a grand opening ceremony? Like, right. So it's going to be first yeah. quarter, second quarter next year. The factory's already been putting out cars, but then they have a party. Right. They could even do it with the first vehicles being delivered. Or that. Uh, that would be a cool way to do it. Yeah. So with um, Berlin, they had 9,000 tickets that they uh, had for that. So... Uh, I'm sure that there are, and, and that maybe. was the, the, that was uh, in in Germany where there are a lot of people that work for other car companies, and uh, if in the majority of Tesla sales have been in the U.S., arguably they have fans around the world, but I'm thinking there's going to be a lot more than nine thousand people that want to go. Oh so, yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, if, yeah, if anybody down in the uh, chat there is going to be going, let us know. Because that uh, uh, if you if you want to if you want to go to if you live in Austin or if you want to go there, let us know. This would be cool. So uh, I think you're onto something, Hockey Day Tesla Tequila uh, Special Reserve Batch Two. <laughs> oh, yeah. I would think I would think that the the number would be off the chart. Like it, it, they're definitely going to have to limit it because mm -hmm. I think that yes. uh, you you would have unbelievable amount of people that would want to show up um so uh it's it, and you know what if the borders open uh which is rumored to be if, uh, i'll even try shortly for a ticket. right but uh, <laughs> Ooh, cool. it would be yeah. it would be very interesting to see uh how that's going to uh work out but, i'd like to be uh, your plus one sir and if, you, yeah. if i get you can be my plus one <laughs> <laughs> there we're making a plan as we go along absolutely <laughs> Cool. Yeah, so what, so if, if they're doing cool. Giga Beer for, uh, what would they do for Austin? I'm, they ah. could do the tequila round too. What's, is there uh, a local alcohol for Austin? That's a good question. I don't know. I don't think it's so. Gonna, keep Austin like weird. They've got to have something. Uh, I know they, they have, have Chewy's. Have uh, craft beer. <laughs> Maybe something uh, that's, that's used at uh, South by Southwest. Some medicinal products. That would be interesting. <laughs> uh, 
uh, could be, uh, yeah, like you said. I would never be able to partake in those. Yeah, no. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, who knows? Who knows what uh, what the speciality would be uh, with Austin. But uh, I could definitely see some good barbecue. Like, that would be oh, yes. uh, that would be package very well. Yeah. <laughs> no, they, they could sell barbecue sauce, though. Oh, there you go. Sure. Austin awesome sauce. Austin. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone wants some awesome sauce. We'll have yeah. some Austin sauce. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That'll be fun. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, cool. so speaking and, uh, of Austin. Yep. Uh, yes. Tesla has created 5,000 new jobs in the Austin area this year. More than any other company in that region. It is Tesla. So, uh, this is a story coming to us from Tesla Roddy by Joel Klinder. And uh, the Austin Chamber of Commerce is looking at how many jobs have been created in this area. And uh, I, I can certainly say they are happy that Tesla chose Austin over Tulsa. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. And so uh, with the, this is just construction phase primarily at this point. And then the knock-on effects for all the other businesses that are around there, and they're also um, they've start, they've already started hiring, although I don't know that they actually have people working there on the line. We had a story about that where somebody flew their drone next to a window and saw that they had these uh, they were processing new employees in the right. area, so uh, they are definitely hiring. And Tesla's projected to create fifteen thousand new jobs eventually in this area. A lot. Now, if only they yeah. could sell the cars there and service them properly. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need sales and service. No, they can go to Oklahoma for that. They can go to Louisiana for that. Come on, Casey, don't be crazy. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, we, this we is need exactly the, the PR. We need our truck need. drivers to be on the road all the time, taking those That's vehicles right. outside the state and right back into the state. Bring back home. Yeah. This is helping make more jobs. <laughs> The so truck the, the turn guy, right? The 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 governor was once again trying to hitch his his wagon to Musk, and um, the Tesla fans weren't having it. They were like, "All right, so when when can uh, since you're busy making special sessions, when will one of them be about allowing them to sell the cars here? Now that they've got the factory that you're so proud oh, of." Oh man, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I bet you no one got a response to that tweet. Not a one. Uh, there was a there was a guy who was like, "Oh my goodness, it's you!" And I'm like. Uh, so let me shake your hand, and then while you know, as we know, he's in a wheelchair. So the guy's holding his hand; he can't get away because he's in a wheelchair. And he tells him what a piece of poop he is. <laughs> the guy's just oh. sitting there, nodding his head. He's like, oh, "Let just, me go." Just taking it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Security, security. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, uh, don't 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 jobs... harass politicians, no matter how much of a poop bag they are. Don't don't do it. <laughs> uh, I, well, okay, but you can vote. <laughs> vote, but but don't 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 physically harass them. Don't follow them into restrooms. Don't don't hold their hand oh. hostage. Um, come on, guys, we're better yeah. than they are. Act like it. <laughs> yeah, you you can definitely speak your mind and you can make your point known. Uh, but uh, you know, let's let's be responsible about it. It uh, yeah, you know, stalking they, is always bad. They they <laughs> are people as well. Uh, they you know it's it's you may disagree with what they do, uh, but. Uh, let your point be known verbally and uh, move on. Uh, let your passion get you in jail. But like, he, yeah. can, he can very easily get, get that guy for kidnapping. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
That's not going to be negative else. PR. Yeah. <laughs> I don't Governor think this guy cares what people think about him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> shaking his hand too much. Oh my gosh. Right. <laughs> <laughs> this manly man can't take a handshake. <laughs> I don't want to vote for him. <laughs> But this job uh, well, is exactly on. what Tesla uh, needs to get to open up the state so they can do yes. sales and service. This yeah, it's hard all, to ignore them when they're in your backyard versus yes, planning yep. to be there. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Mark. Sorry. Right. We got carried away. Uh, move move to bit. China for a little bit. We, we did talk about this as well. You can move to China. Uh, <laughs> and uh, uh, China had set a new sales record for September. We, we heard it was 56K was a possibility uh, a week ago. That's uh, now been a confirmed uh, that actually 56,000 vehicles were sold in China in the month of September for domestic use within China. So uh, that is a brand new record. It's up from, I believe it was 34,000 was the previous record. So quite a yeah. jump. Uh, and that uh, has been confirmed. So just wanted to touch on that, give everyone an update that that rumor is now confirmed. And I don't recall which, uh, which event he was at, either, either in Berlin or Austin. Elon admitted that, uh, that Giga Shanghai is now their most productive facility over Fremont. Right. Yeah, yeah, they do right. plan to increase Fremont 50%, but now you guys know why I picked Shanghai while these guys were fighting uh, over <laughs> the others. <laughs> Shanghai was see, already there. I don't see how but it wasn't done expanding. <laughs> by 50%. They, yes. Yeah. I don't know how they're going to do that, because yeah. are they going to like, shut it down and then like re rebuild it? <laughs> yeah. Who knows? There's they're only... going to use the ceiling and mount everything upside down. There you go. Double the floor space by having. There you go. Double overnight in the bottom floor. Yes. That's right. Yeah. That's right. And actually, because Fremont's you... done some of that, where they've they've mounted machinery uh, to the down. to the uh, the rafters, and uh, it's allowed them to do uh, extra work in in the same area. So that's that's that's. It sounds like fantasy, but it, it's actually true at Fremont. They've done that already. Yeah. Wow. And at Rivian, they side the Amazon vans through the factory sideways for a good portion of the factory. So it's, it's not unprecedented. <laughs> yeah. And by sideways, um, I mean on the vehicle's side, not that it's moving sideways from the way it would drive. <laughs> last story we're going to touch upon is uh, for those of you who are really disappointed that your Cybertruck is coming about a year later than what you had hoped for, uh, Mattel has introduced a, a new 3,000-piece Mega X uh, to build your own Cybertruck. So uh, we've got uh, a photo of that item here. So is, is Mega X the name of their uh, Lego knockoff? Yep. Lego so. knockoff is what it is. Definitely. Okay. Mega X. Because it sure looks it like Lego, but that yeah, Mattel is not Lego. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, yeah, th those wheels look exactly the same. Uh, so that must be a custom brick then. Yeah, definitely. everything else looks like it's something they probably already had in stock. But those wheels are definitely a custom brick. <laughs> yeah, because uh, aren't they exact? That's that's the hubcap, yeah. definitely. Yeah, yeah um, the the windows also would be custom pieces, and maybe a few others. Yeah, probably so. The uh, where's this the was announced, sticker? Right, the standard <laughs> sticker. So when that's well, on the other, other side of the truck, so maybe it's there. <laughs> when um, when this was announced, I saw a bunch of the folks in the Tesla community say something to the effect of, Lego, you had your chance. Because <laughs> yes. they've been requesting yeah, this. Yeah, they for... did. They, they yeah. absolutely did. In fact, uh, it was even voted on a number right. of uh, people to get it introduced uh, to the uh, ability to be 
uh, added to the Lego repertoire of custom builds, and uh, they turned it down. So right, yeah, they have a stupid system where it's the it's not like who gets the most votes. It's like uh, if you get past some threshold of votes, then 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 they'll consider it. Oh, and yeah. even even though it got way beyond the number of votes it needed, they said nah. <laughs> yeah, and I don't, I don't, I don't envision that Tesla did a uh, exclusivity agreement with Mattel, right. uh, because um, they don't, they don't want to do that for dealerships. So why would they do it for toy manufacturers? Like the the Model Three diecast doesn't appear to be made by by Mattel, but all of the official Matchbox cars obviously are. Well, uh, you know that that could be part of it too. It could be that uh, Lego didn't want to pay um, fee. Yeah, the fees uh, that would mm. be required to license with Tesla. So maybe maybe they actually opened the door and talked a little bit and then found out how much you want. <laughs> yeah, one, Who knows? One, one, of the, Who knows? one of the game series I like had a Model S. Oh, actually, first it had a Tesla Roadster. Then in the next edition, they had a Model S in it, uh, P90D. And then the next edition, there were no Teslas at all, no electric cars at all. And I, was, I didn't actually buy that one. I rented it instead because um, I was disappointed. But yeah. I think in their case was they like Tesla must have raised their fee and they didn't want to pay it anymore is the scuttlebutt that I've been hearing on on why yeah. that happened. But it is in the PlayStation version. But I'm not going to buy a PlayStation for one game. So hopefully <laughs> with the PlayStation chip and the Model S and Model X, maybe the they and the Cybertruck will get this game and I can play. It's not exactly a, a PlayStation chip though. It's uh, it's not exactly. It's it's closer to the performance of the PlayStation, but it's an AMD Ryzen chip and exactly yeah, yeah which which means there's no playstation connection there at all so no, it doesn't, no. doesn't i'm hoping that the developer will be able to since it's not a uh, you know not a competing game console they'll, they'll be able to port it to pc or tesla if you will and <laughs> we play it there yeah well we are way over our time a lot oh, we are of oh, sorry guys <laughs> but uh let's uh let's uh, talk about uh parting words uh casey what do you got going for us i have got uh, fsd beta content coming up and so uh, take a look at uh, youtube.com slash Casey Green for some of that. Every Sunday I do a uh, what's new in the news in the world of our future. And <laughs> uh, you can take a look at that, dip in and out. Uh, most people do about 30 minutes a piece, an hour. And then uh, you can watch it on replay later if you want. Very good. That's uh, good. youtube.com Fantastic. Patrick, any parting words tonight? Sure. Hey, Casey, if you find out what where the beta score went, let me know. Uh, safety oh, score, um, I mean. I'll, I'll uh, send you a link. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Cool. And uh, I want to give a shout-out to uh, Green, Green the Only, on Twitter. He just tweeted that uh, for us MCU1 folks, there's an update coming, so yay. Uh, Finally. Uh, yeah, I, I, <laughs> I, I have a little FOMO every time. Uh, my wax card gets an update, and I don't. So <laughs> I'm happy to, happy to get that. And of course, I have to throw in that of course I'm driving my vehicle on sunshine because I'm striving towards a future free from fossil fuels. Fossil fuels. There it is. Bingo. <laughs> gets gets it in. Yeah. And uh, we want to thank you for watching. If you haven't already, please give us a thumbs up at this point. It really helps us out. And uh, if you're wanting to get more of these shows, please press that subscribe button. That helps us out as well. So uh, spread the word and uh, help out the channel. We really appreciate it. And with that, we'll roll the music, and together next week we will find out what's going on in the Tesla life. Oh, yeah. Good night, everyone. Have yourselves a great week. Stay positive. Test negative.
And now it doesn't look like I'm singing the song because it's coming in separately. <laughs> nice.